And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I am your host, Kimberly Jensen. And y'all were on a run here. Uh, I don't know why. I think because I know that kids are coming home from school uh, pretty quick and the time of quietness will go away. So here we are, uh, another podcast in the mix. Um, I just want to say thank you guys. I love your feedback. Your feedback is like fire. Um, you know, your reviews, I, I, I just had no idea how much they mean to me. I think because, you know, it, social media is so, you know, it has its own algorithms and own things and it's, Sometimes the like doesn't really translate into like how it really changed your life. And every once in a while I get a real treat and someone shares something real specific with me. But um, this uh, knowing that you're listening and sharing with your friends and your family and it's touching your life is really just impactful to me. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Um, second, uh, today's episode is brought to you by Christian Planner. I know I shared about it yesterday, but with the new year coming, there has never been a better time to ensure that you are ready with the right planner, with the right tools, with the right things for success. And so um, you can hit up my show notes today. There is a discount code in there. There is a uh, link in there and you can get yourself a planner um, before the new year happens, which is in like 15 days. It is. It's in 15 days. So be sure to get yourself um, a planner that's going to serve you, serve your family, and serve um, any anxiety that you have so that you are prepared and um, covered in and ready to rock and roll. So uh, today I want to talk uh, about, you know... I, I, this is something, you know, when, and I know I've talked about this a lot, um, because you know, I'm a little bit morbid and you know that I kind of live in this land of like, you're, you're given today. And like, I mean, if you take it back to like the Lord's prayer, give us today our daily bread. Our main business is not to see what is in the distance and it's definitely not our business to to hang out in the past um but we need to clearly do what lies in front of us and at hand and the more we can wrap this concept around our days i truly believe the the greater impact the greater legacy we will leave so let's get into that today A couple of years back, uh, my husband and I were at church in San Diego, California, and um, Christine Kane, uh, who's from Australia, came and spoke at our church. And she said a saying that legitimately, I think she said at least a hundred times. And in her Australian accent, she said, make tomorrow today, make tomorrow today. Like tomorrow, today, over and over and over. I mean, it was like, it was a little, it was a little intense. Um, But I remember, I mean, to this day, if James and I talk about tomorrow, one of us without a beat will say, make tomorrow today. And who knew this was years and years ago 
like maybe like 10 years ago, uh, that I would then create a business and create a, 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 and honestly, I believe a system that is foolproof in getting you out of your excuses and out of your, um, all the reasons you could come up with for all the things you can't do in this situation, right? Like if you just take like, I want to start this business, but I'm going to do it when my kids are here and this is going right. And like when we get out of this financial situation and when I'm in a better relationship with myself and when I start working out and when I, you know, quit my job and when, you know, the uh, sky turns purple and like blah, 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 right? Like I recently held a organized chaos retreat and I had the women write down all of the things that hold them back from X, Y, and Z. And I read them all out loud. And truthfully, I believe um, that there is one thing that will fix all of the things. And I have them guess. And of course, nobody guessed. Nobody, they, you know, oh, drink water. <laughs> That's all I say. Just drink your water. Life will get better. We all know that, yes, water is a great place to start. When people say they want to improve their life, I'm like, okay, let's start with water and a to-do list a daily to-do list, and then we can expand from there. But those are really the two biggest things, right? Anyone else say water and instantly become like a cactus? Just me. Um, I seriously, someone says like they forgot their water or they have water. I'm I'm like, I can't breathe. I need water. (laughs) So sorry, I need that water. Uh, But no, it's not water. It's not working out. It's not, um, it's not getting up early. It's, uh, it's none of those things. Um, what it is, uh, is realizing there's zero guarantee of tomorrow. Uh, and I think it sucks. I don't want to say it sucks. It's great, but I think it's really hard for people to hear. So you want me to think about death to keep me from, or to help me make moves for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I want you to think about your life when it's over. Like if today was your last day on earth and you lived it according to how you always live it, right? Like you got up, your kids woke you up, you were a little bit spicy, you didn't even really say good morning. It was more just like, and then it's like, don't talk to me till I have coffee. And then you have your coffee and then you're, oh my gosh, we got to go. And you're rushing and you're rushing and you're rushing and everybody's screaming and crying. And, you know, you go out the door and like three out of four are crying and you, you, you know, there's no like, there, there's no nothing. You just, you, there's worry and, and fear and like frustration. And then they get into school and they realize like, oh man, I forgot my, my, you know, project or oh, hey, it's actually Grinch day or whatever. Like, you know, and then they come home and they're mad and they're embarrassed. And mom, it was this day at school. Or mom, I didn't go to Awana with my shirt on and the shirt was supposed to be this. And if I would have had that, then I would have gotten the points and then I don't get the points and then I don't get the award. You know, what mom, you know, mom, mom. And then it's, you know, now it's dinner time and dinner time stressful. And you're like, man, I just, you know, and your husband comes home and he's had a hard day. And then he's looking around. He's like, is there no dinner tonight? And you're like, sorry, we don't have any. Let's take out. Finances are tight. And and then you get to the end of the day and the kids are going to bed. But that's a fight too. And it's hard and it's tough. And like, you thought about that workout like years ago, like not years, literally just that day. But the day was so exhausting because you went to work and you forgot your lunch. And then you went out for lunch and you decided to have a drink 
drink and then you felt woozy all the rest of the day and you weren't productive and you didn't get your job done and your boss was like, hey, are you gonna like, what's going on? And you're snappy and you're pissy and you come home and now everybody's mad and they all want dinner and you have nothing planned and finances are tight and so now you have to go out and now you're eating crap and now you feel worse and then everybody goes to bed and you think to yourself, you know, I should clean up the, you know, get, pick up some of the stuff off the floor, but instead you just sit and you watch hours and hours of Netflix and Hulu and whatever, and you get bogged down by the life where you shoot, you put on the news and now you're depressed and you're sad and you're fearful. And then you wake up and you do all that again tomorrow. What? No, that's crazy. But what if instead you had a plan of living life to the fullest today. You think about your life from a tomorrow perspective. So, you know, I ask women a lot of times, like, what are people saying about you at your celebration of life, at your funeral? And of course, it's kind of a bad question, right? Because nobody actually says the things that they think about the person, you know, at the funeral. But you know they think about them. Right? Like if if you weren't great and you kind of fell short a lot of times, like sure they remember some of the good memories, but then a, a lot of times it's if they think about the things that sucked in the end, right? Like if if that if okay, so you don't wake up in the morning after the day I just explained and like what positive was influenced of the day before? Right? Like what what could you have done just a little bit different? And I'm not talking about having this home that's peaceful and perfect and whatever. No. But like if you if you were to do it differently, knowing it was your last day, would you? Would you? And more importantly, would you do it differently if you knew you could it, that wouldn't be your last day? We have to do today's work superbly to the best of our ability. That's I said to my kids a lot. Like, look, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm not looking for it to be, you know, uh, uh, done at 100%, but I am looking for you to give me the best that you can in this moment. Like, hey guys, let's get into the car as fast as you can and to the best of your ability, get into your seat and put your seatbelts on. That's it. It's not perfect. It's just, you know, fast and furious. Um, Or not fast and furious, but it's effective, right? Because then they're like, okay, well, I can do that and I can do it as fast as I possibly can, right? And so I think that when we get stuck um, in thinking that, you know, we have to live with all these plans of tomorrow. And I know that you're probably thinking like, Kim, you're like a planner. Like you like plan. Yeah. But I don't plan for tomorrow's future. Like I, I just plan for, you know, I have like some goal, I have goals for the future, but ultimately I focus on what I can do today. The mental stress and the nervous worries about it being anxious over your future, you got to shut that door. You got to cultivate the habit of a life right now, a life right now, because the future is today. There is no tomorrow. The day of man's salvation is now. And that's what we have to focus on. And one other component of helping you focus on today is truly shutting the past of the dead yesterdays, right? Uh, Shut them off with a metal curtain, the future of the unborn tomorrows, Um, because the past is, is dead. Past 
bury. It's dead. Shut out the yesterdays because there's really nothing, unless you are really good at looking at the yesterdays for the silver lining or the lesson, and it doesn't bog you down saying, man, I wish I would have done it differently. Man, I really sucked at this or whatever that might be. If we can make sure that we are learning from it, but then learning and growing and then not looking back with this with this pain of I should have done it better. That's, in my opinion, where we need to turn off the yesterdays, let the anxiety of the future be just a something that's coming, but learn to eat today's bread only because today's bread is really the only bread you can eat, right? The Bible doesn't say like, plan and make the bread and then eat tomorrow's bread. No, it's today's bread. Today's bread is what is for us. And, you know, I think, I know that a lot of people think like, but you kind of have to have a plan or you have to have those things. But what if like the the joy of the mundane, the, the mundane of the day I just expressed, how much different that could look, right? Like if you look at your day and it's like, okay, I have tomorrow's my last day and I want to make it sure that it's like, obviously if you knew tomorrow's your last day, it would look very differently and maybe you would go to Disneyland and have the best time in your life with your family, right? But let's just go with like, I'm going to do the best of my day, the the normal things that I daily do uh, today, okay? So um, I... I think the best place to start is what are the things that you want to be um, more of, right? Like I want to be more like Jesus. Okay, well, how do I become more like Jesus? Well, I get up early and read his word, right? Get up early, read his word. Uh, because I want to have, I want to be filled with the fruit of the spirit. And the only way to be filled with the fruit of the spirit is to read his word and let it penetrate my heart. So then that hopefully, even if my kids get crazy, hopefully that patience kicks in and be, being mindful of, well, I know that, you know, God tests me in those moments with, I mean, the best way to test your patience and ask for more patience and pray for more patience is to have moments where you have to be more patient, right? And so you know that they're coming, but you're ready because you're, you're fueled up. You just, you drank a ton of water. So you're peeing, your digestive system's working. Sorry, but that's the truth. You want to flush the body of the toxins from yesterday. That's how you start. You don't wake up with the coffee. Sure. Get there, but not first, not first water first. Okay, so because you want to have a, you don't want to feel bloated, right? Like I I think about, okay, so what do I want to feel like in my skin? Okay, I want to feel alive. I want to feel capable. I want to feel good in the clothes that I put on. I want to feel like the food that I'm eating is fueling. I don't want to feel tired. I don't want to feel, you know, anxious. Well, we all know that sugar is like a leading cause of anxiety. And so, um, and the and the food that we put into our bodies is a leading cause of anxiety. And so we, if you know, okay, I want to feel like this, right? So right now we got step one, like I want to be um, more like Jesus, okay? Step two, I want to feel all those things in my body. So I want my temple to thrive. Um, so how do I make sure my temple is thriving? Well, I drink my water. Um, you know, maybe I have a good supplement plan. Um, I know exactly what I'm eating and I've got the, the groceries to help me get there. So I'm not guessing. There's no questions. I, I already got the stuff I need. And then you've got, you know, I'm going to go work out. I've got a plan. Uh, I can't make it to the gym because I got this new baby. So I know like, hey, baby goes down. I'm pressing play. 30 minutes later, I'm done. I've got a plan, you know, and it's, Hey, I got, I know that there's like 
groups out there and they're going to help me and they're going to keep me accountable and help me get motivated to like work out. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. So I'm going to, that's what I'm going to take care of my temple, right? Okay. What else do I want to be? Well, I want to be a mom who loves her kids well and loudly and that they know that doesn't matter what anybody in the world says about them because they are founded in Christ Jesus. They are made in his image with his perspective and glory and honor and perfectly made. So I want to make sure my kids know that no matter what, when they step out of this house, doesn't matter what Susie Joe or George or whoever says about them, but what my mom and what God tells me I am that's what I need to keep in my forefront, right? So how do you make sure you do that? How do you make sure your kids are well well ready, right? Like you, you have like a, um, you know, for me and my house, we have a, a daily devotional. We, we read, which is gonna fuel them and fire them up and get them ready in God's word, just like mom, right? Um, you getting them started with some a good breakfast, some vitamins, some supplements, same as you. And then, you know, maybe it's a note in their, in their lunchbox reminding them who they are. So if Susie at recess said, you're ugly, she reads a note that says you are perfectly and wonderfully made in God's image. No, I'm not Susie. It's cool. I'll pray for you. Moving on, right? They know they're founded. They know they're loved. They know they are safe and they know they're cared for. There is, there is no rush. They left the door putting on the armor of God right? Like it's the, and if it's a, it's got like a soldier on your wall, um, with all of his, um, equipment, then way to go. Like you're ready, you're ready to rock and roll and they're ready to rock and roll. And they know that they are equipped for whatever will come, right? We pray them out the door for their ears to listen and their eyes to see. And for moments for them to get to show the fruit of the spirit in their lives, because we're ready because we prayed and they prayed and we're all, we're all well equipped and we're ready to rock and roll, right? Okay. So now your kids come home and they, you know, whatever they had a hard day or not, but you're still feeling, feeling good. Cause you took care of your temple. You're not like gassing out the house. Cause you got the right food in you. You're not, you know, bogged down with an, with a pain or whatever. Cause you, you feel good. You feel durable. So it's like, Hey, let's go to the park. Let's go run around. Let's go for a hike. Let's go, you know, ride our bikes. Let's go, you know, whatever you, you, you've got the body and the ability to do that, or you're going they're they're going to after school care, which is fine. You're, you're at your job and you're killing at your job and you're doing your best and you're making sure you're loving on your neighbors and you're there for people. And they're, you know, you're not, you're not mad all the time. You're not a negative sprayer. You're a joy giver. And so people can't wait to be around you and you, and you get filled up at work because they can say, because the reality is we're all tired of being around the negative Nancy's, right? Nobody wants to feel negative. We did that. For two years, we listened to the negative Nancys and the Karens and they were just, they brought you down. And so now like no one, people just avoid them like the plague. So instead you're filled, you're joyful, you're you're, you're joyful jolly. That's not what I meant to say. You're joyful holly. There's a word. You're joyful holly and you've got life to give. And so people, you've got friends and you've got great conversation and you go home and you're like, man, I love my job. Gosh, I did. That was great today. You pick up your kids. Dinner's already in the crock pot. Your husband comes home. You say, Hey sweetie, why don't you go upstairs? You know, get your gym stuff on or Hey, like, why don't you just go decompress for a second? I put up some, I put up, you know, your, your, your robe out and the candles on and dinner's on the table. And you guys have a great conversation at dinner with, you know, table talk cards or, um, you know, fun questions that you can ask or highs and lows or whatever the case might be. And you, you know, you hear about the day, you hear about the struggles, you get to kind of work through those together as a family, because there's nothing better than your kids helping your, or their, your siblings helping each other work through a, com, a, a situation at school 
school because that's only going to help all of them in the process, right? And so now they've had this great dinner and maybe you have like a little after dinner game or some reading hour or whatever you do. Maybe you put on America's Funniest Home Videos. We do that a lot and we all laugh and ha ha. And then we, you know, it's it's bedtime and we it's the, the same routine and they feel safe and they feel organized and they feel full and they feel filled and they feel loved and they go to bed and they know without a shadow of doubt that man my parents love me or man I feel safe or man I you know that really was hard today but I worked through it and then you get to take the rest of your day and whatever that looks like maybe it's a quick declutter get the things off the floor because that causes anxiety you sit down you write your list for tomorrow to get it out of your brain because we're not letting the anxiety of tomorrow dictate how we are tonight and the best way to do that is to get the list out of your head onto paper ready for tomorrow whether or not you wake up to get to do it or not it doesn't matter because you're you've done the best with the day that you've had and then you head to bed and maybe you have a great devotional with your husband. Um, you connect with him. You, you know, maybe you watch a show, you know, one show, or maybe you don't. Maybe you just hit the hay um, early and get that, get the sleep that you can. And then, and then when you hit the pillow, it's like you get that well done, good and faithful servant at the end of your day from God. And he's not well done and good and faithful servant because you, you were perfect. It's well done and good and faithful servant because you did the best that you could with the day that you had, bringing glory and honor to him in everything that you did. And that's it. There it is. Notice I didn't say how many likes and how much money and how much success and how much any of that. It isn't about that. It's, it's given with what you have in your life. Have you taken the day and been good with your time, good with your words. This is the very life of life and it's brief, right? We have to be, uh, yes, there's a, a vision of hope for tomorrow, but really our hope is in that we go to heaven and we get to worship God forever, right? Instead, we, so we do the best that we can with the day that we are given. And, you know, I think that we, it's easy to get bogged down in so many things, but every day is a choice to practice stress or to practice peace. And it's super easy to practice stress when we live that out in everything that we do. So we have to put on our own armor. We have to equip ourselves. And it isn't about, you know, it's not, it's not, um, making sure that you're doing all these things and and not getting stuck or whatever life is full of struggle and maybe your marriage is tense and maybe you have a kid that's hard and and all i can say is all you can do is take care of you which will take care of them and you know i'm doing this marriage study right now and she said something yesterday that was um, it's first off, it's a, it's a wife study, not a marriage study, but the best way to take care of your marriage is to take care of yourself and to learn and to equip you to be prepared to love on him as one. And so, you know, life is, it's short and it's fast. And so we got to figure out how to enjoy today, how to cut out the worry of tomorrow and live out today, uh, to the best of our abilities. 
and and so that is why when I you know is there an answer for how to solve all those issues there is and that's it that's the that's how you solve it and away you go and you go out and you do the best you can with the day that you have been given a lot. (laughs) Y'all, I hope that today's podcast gave you life. I hope that it gives you excitement. I hope that you go in today with guts and just the ability and knowing that you can do what you can do and only you can do it. Um, And today's the day. Uh, The things that we say, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. We're not guaranteed that. So let's kick that to the curb and just do the things and uh, see what happens, you know? Uh, I appreciate you listening. I hope that you will share this with someone who might need to hear it. I hope that you will send in your ideas of things that you want to talk about and hear about. Um, But until then, let's get chaotic and controlled in all of the ways.